Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Well here at SCSA. Um, if you're just joining us, we are actually just doing a one-time special event, special session um, in the middle. We just ended one series, okay, that Father Anthony finished on Harriet. We're going to start a new series next week, but kind of right in the middle, we wanted to sneak in a one-time session, and as you can see by the title, there's one word that we like in that title, one word that we probably don't like as much in that title, okay? I'll let you guys pick which one. The title of today's talk is called Fasting to Feasting, Fasting to Feasting. My hope for today um, is that we are going to prepare ourselves um, for the upcoming season of Lent. Um, and the way that a lot of us prepare, okay, so and as, if you don't know, Lent begins tomorrow. Okay, so this is your chance to go get some wings, go get some pizza, go get some cheesesteaks, go do whatever you want. Okay, uh, because apparently like the food is not going to exist afterwards. <laughs> I don't know why we, we go crazy, but go eat whatever you want to eat. Okay, um, but Lent starts tomorrow. Um, and the goal if, of this season of Lent, um, or the goal of today's talk for the season of Lent, is to help you maximize this time. Because truthfully, I know it seems long, okay, and I'm going to tell you, like, it seems long. Because we have the, the 40 days when Jesus fasted in the wilderness, that's, that's what the entire time that we're, we're celebrating is all about, okay, that's why we're fasting. But then just to kind of make things fun, what we do here in, 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 the, in the church is we add a week of preparation, okay, which begins tomorrow. And then just to make things a little bit more fun, we had a week on the back end as well, okay? And the week on the back end is us walking with Christ on his way to the cross and on his way to um, resurrection and the empty tomb. So we like to just make sure that you're very prepared, okay? So to prepare you for preparation tomorrow, I am going to give a talk on how to prepare for Lent, okay? How to prepare for, um, for this season, this special season that we are in. If you do Lent correctly, I'm not just saying this, if you do Lent correctly, it is one of the most special, 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 special times of the entire year. It's unlike anything else, um, and it's really our chance to like focus, recenter, recommit, whatever it is that we need to do, um, but it's really a chance for us to walk with Christ, okay? And I'll kind of go through um, how we do that and how the church uh, teaches us to do that um, today. And I'll be honest, right off the bat, every Lent is the same exact thing. Every Lent's the same exact thing for me personally, on one hand, I'm excited, okay, because I know it's a journey and it's a beautiful journey and I've never walked away from like going all in on my time with God and Holy Week and all that stuff and saying, ah, this wasn't worth it. Never. That's never happened. But if we're being honest, on the other hand, it's, no one's excited about a change in diet, okay? Nobody's excited about a change in diet and that's okay. Like if you're not there yet and you're like, you know what, I'm not super excited about this change in diet thing, I get it, no problem. My hope of today is that as we are going through it, you'll get more and more excited um, about this special season, this holy season that we have in the church, and how you can make um, the most of it, okay? Um, and what I always tell people is that Lent is truly a journey. Lent is truly a journey, and that journey is we're headed to the cross, okay, and then the empty tomb, but we can't just show up there. We have to do something to get there. We have to prepare ourselves, we have to prepare our minds and our hearts um, to get there. So how do we get there? What's the goal of Lent? Ultimate goal, whether you've been through Lent a million times or this is your first time, the goal is very simple. The goal of Lent is this. I empty myself to be filled by God. Very simple. I empty myself to be filled by God. I empty myself to be filled by God. Whether you've been through Lent a thousand times or this is your first time, that's the ultimate goal. Going from empty to full, or like the title says, going from fasting to feasting, to feasting on God, okay? That's the ultimate goal. And where we get this principle from is from Jesus himself in the wilderness, okay? When he fasted 40 days and 40 nights on our behalf, um, this is what he said 
one of the temptations that, that Satan came and he said, make this stone into bread. And this is what Jesus had to say about that. He said, it says, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread, which of course Jesus could do. Jesus answered and said, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So Jesus is telling the evil one in his battle, in his battle, in this temptation, is that my life isn't about just food. God is the source of life. God is the source of my life. And Jesus himself didn't need to do this, right? He's doing it on our behalf. So when we participate in Lent, really participating with him, he didn't need to do this. Jesus didn't need to fast for any reason. He wasn't trying to, uh, like, spiritually be better. Like, that's not, like, Jesus is fine, okay? But he's doing it for our sake. He's giving us the example. And when he says this, that man shall not live on bread alone, what he is saying is that God is the source of life. And if you notice there, Jesus says what to start that statement. He says, it is written, meaning what? It's found somewhere in the Old Testament, right? Jesus quoting scripture. So let's go to the Old Testament. Remember how the Lord your God, this is God talking to the people of Israel. It says, remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble and test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commandments. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and, fe and then feeding you with the manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known. Okay, and the word manna, by the way, if you're like, if you want to know kind of what that means, when God gave them the manna from heaven, the food from heaven, the word manna just means, what is this? Okay, and that's why it says, you didn't know. What is this? So God gave them something that had no idea that it even existed. To teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. So Jesus is quoting this scripture here from the book of Deuteronomy. God is telling his people, you were hungry. And it almost says, I allowed you to be hungry. Why? So I could teach you, so I could remind you that you are fed by me, that I am the thing that actually sustains you, not earthly things. I am the one who sustains you. This hunger allowed them to connect back to God. In the begin in, so from the very beginning, being hungry and remembering God in this example, like being hungry, equated to, I'm not going to just be hungry for the sake of hungry, but in order to remember who is my source of life, my source of fulfillment. Everything comes back to this. Said in another way, fasting reminds us that our real hunger is for God. Fasting reminds us that our real hunger is for God. So is fasting all about food? Of course not, okay? If you go through Lent and it's just a change in diet, I feel bad for you, okay? Of course not. Fasting is not all about food. But we are very much physical beings as we are spiritual beings. And the church teaches us this in everything that we do. So in the way that we worship, we're physical beings. And that's why if you notice, like when we worship, we use all the senses, okay? We have the incense and we have, you know, icons that we have our eyes, right? So we use, you know, the, we, we, we touch the Eucharist with our, with, our, with our mouth and our lips and we eat it. So we use the senses because we're physical beings. God, when he wanted to connect with humans, came down and took flesh. Why? Because we're physical, we're physical beings. It's the same thing with fasting. It's not all about food. But the physical connects me to the spiritual, okay? We're not divided beings. It's not the physical is bad and the spirit is good. No, we're both physical and spiritual. So dealing with the physical reminds us in a lot of, way, in a lot of ways and connects us more to, connects more our spirits uh, to God. So ultimately, the goal at the end of the day is that on my way to, to, to the cross, to Calvary, this entire journey of Lent, that I am emptying myself to receive more of God, reminding myself that my real hunger, my desire is to be with God. That's the ultimate goal of Lent. That's the ultimate goal of this fast um, of the season. If you want a kind of a visual um, of what I think about when I think about the season of Lent, <clears throat> if I told you 
that we are going to go on a 55-day vacation. Who's excited? Okay, everybody's excited. A 50, anybody here have 55 days of PTO? That, that would be amazing, okay? A 55-day vacation, okay? And I said, okay, you're ready for your 55-day vacation. Now you got to pack. You got to pack for this 55-day vacation. That's not the, that's not the fun part, okay? How, what are you going to pack? You're going to pack a million things. You're probably going to take your entire closet. You're going to take everything. In the house. Like you're going to take a million things. A 55-day vacation, that seems like forever, okay? So you're going to pack all this stuff. Okay, and that would be a journey that we would do here, like an earthly journey. We would pack a ton of stuff in our suitcase and be like, we're ready to go, ready to go for this journey, we're ready to go. The spiritual journey is the opposite. What you're trying to do on this journey is you actually have a very long climb, okay? A, a, a somewhat tough climb, right? We're going up the mountain of Calvary to meet Jesus at the cross. And that tough climb is instead of me carrying as much stuff as I can, actually the lighter I am, the easier it is to get up there. Okay, so my goal is that I empty stuff out. On my way, every week, I'm emptying things out. I'm removing things that, just, that are barriers between me and God. And that's why this entire season, yes, it's long, but as humans, it takes us, a time, it takes us some time to adjust. Okay, so we're trying to empty things out on our way to the cross. Practical, how do I do this? My goal for today is that we're going to spend some time really thinking about being intentional with our time. This is a long period of time, and if we want to make the best of it, let's be intentional, and let's get on what I, my favorite thing to do is to plan, okay? I like to plan, and I was just chatting with Sherry yesterday about this. I don't like to approach things like haphazardly because I know myself, time will just fly by. Like how many times in our lives when I don't have a plan and I'm not intentional, I'm like, where did the time go, right? Like a month just passed, what did I accomplish? Like what did I do? So this week, this week you're going to do nothing else. Okay, everybody's going to begin fasting, but you're going to do nothing else, but you're going to spend 15 minutes this week to come up with a Lent plan. We're all committing to this, okay? This is uh, non-negotiable, all right? Everybody, 15 minutes. You're going to spend 15 minutes, and you're going to come up with a Lent plan. And you're probably thinking to yourself, I already have a plan. It's to swap out the burger for the veggie burger. No, not that kind of plan, okay? That's fine. You deal with the food thing on your own. You're very smart. You'll figure it out. We're going to go, and we're going to discuss these three things today. Fasting, prayer, and giving. Fasting, prayer, and giving. I want you to maximize your season of Lent. I want us all to be together as a church family when we reach Holy Week to be on fire, to be connected with God. That's what I want for every single person here. I know I definitely want that for myself, but I want that for every single person here, okay? So we're going to go through these three areas, fasting, prayer, and giving, and we're going to think through what are practical ways that I can plan for to the, like to maximize my time with God during this Lent, okay? So the first one, fasting. What I wrote here is fasting, not it, put food to the side now. Well, we're going to fast, and that's what the fathers teach us, is that fasting is not just about food, okay? Fasting, I'm going to choose one thing that I'm going to empty myself of that's a distraction in my relationship with God. So I'm going to empty myself of distractions, okay? At least one thing, okay? At least one thing. And you're saying, okay, what does that mean? Give me some examples. Happy to, okay? Happy to give some examples. Sorry, this is, this is my, uh, I, I love sharing uh, like examples of, of distractions in our lives. Anybody here focused all the time? Anybody here not distracted? Okay, we live in the era of distraction. Okay, we live in the era of distraction. One example that comes to mind, which is my favorite to, to pick on, social media. Okay, I love picking on, on social media. Maybe this is a time where I delete that app off my phone. Okay, maybe this is a time where I deactivate that account, okay? 
when I find myself mindlessly kind of going through my social media accounts, maybe this is a time where I cut that off. Other examples, the news, okay? The fun, the always uplifting, encouraging news that we're always reading, okay? Maybe this is a time where I take a step back from the news, okay? This is time with God. This is time with God. So I'm going to empty myself of a distraction. Sports. I put sports here. This is a special one for me, okay? Uh, we're all doing it together. So we all got different things. One I put on here, and I don't want anybody to throw any, any, anything funny at me here while I'm on stage. Maybe we need to fast from our phones, okay? Like maybe we need to have a plan for what hours of the day I can use my phone. I know we do that for kids, but we'd never do it for ourselves. <laughs> like maybe we come up with a plan, a plan. How do we fast from our phones? Because it's something that's a distraction. Can we go a little bit deeper? Everybody ready? That was kind of the, the light stuff. You ready? Maybe unforgiveness has been a distraction in my life. Let's be honest. Like, talk about a barrier between, if you actually notice the readings of today and, and the, the church readings of today, it talked about fasting, giving, and prayer, and we always focus on those, and those are great. Every single gospel, Vespers, Matins, liturgy talked about forgiveness. And Jesus, when he shared the Our Father prayer in the Gospel of Matthew, at the end he doesn't comment on anything else, but he comments on, you have to forgive. He comments on that. So maybe there's something I'm holding in my heart, and it's a distraction between me and God, and I don't want that distraction anymore. So I'm going to commit. I don't know how, but I'm going to commit. I'm going to make an effort. Lord, I want to empty myself of this distraction. I want to commit to forgive. Maybe it's bitterness towards someone. Maybe it's anger. Maybe I have this, exactly, maybe it's anger, okay? <laughs> it's just not happy. Maybe it's anger, okay? And maybe, you know what? I'm, I'm like angry all the time and I have to just work on it, something I have to work on. Maybe it's gossip. Maybe something I see a lot is fear and worries when I don't need to be worried and I don't need to be afraid. So maybe these are the things I need to focus on to empty myself of, things I need to fast from, okay? I know we always focus on food, but truthfully, that's the, the easiest this is where we really need to spend time. So I'm going to challenge every single person here. This, the 15 minutes that you're going to spend, one of the goals is going, to say, is going to be, what are the things, or maybe even just one thing, that I need to empty myself of during this period of Lent? What is one thing that is distracting me from my relationship with God? And if we do this right, we'll get into the other ones in a second, but this one right here, if we do this right, what I'm basically telling God is, Lord, you can fill, God is going to fill us, okay? Imagine like you're like a water bottle, okay? But God can only fill to the capacity of the water bottle. So if I have a bunch of stuff and it's full with some anger, okay? Some, some, like some anger, some unforgiveness, some gossip, some whatever, some whatever, some whatever, God can fill this much. But the more I empty, the more I empty, the more I empty, and I said, Lord, fill me. And God can fill more and more and more by his grace. And I'm not saying we do these things on our own. You don't just snap your finger and say, I'm going to forgive so-and-so. No, but we go to God and we say, Lord, I'm committing. I'm committing to forgiving. I'm committing to, let going, to letting go of this worry or fear that I have in my life. So that's the first thing. And we know that God doesn't care about the type of fasting that we're accustomed to. God cares about a fasting that has to do with the things that are more important. In the book of Isaiah, God tells the people this. God is talking to the people and he's saying, he's, he's mocking them in the beginning. He says, why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls and you have taken no notice? In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure. This is God talking back to them now. And you exploit all your laborers. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate, to strike with the fist of wickedness. 
Is it a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? God is asking them, what's the point of fasting? Is the point of fasting that you're miserable, afflicting the soul like you're miserable? Is that the point of fasting? Is that the point? Like that you're just angry and complaining? Like if that's the point, please don't fast. Okay, like that's not the point. God is telling them, the point is what? The point is your actions. The point is that you're changed, that you're transformed. The point is that you're walking with me, that you're emptying yourself, that you're allowing me to fill you. That's the point. That's why this season is so special. Yes, it's longer, for sure. But it gives us an opportunity to really focus and to hone in on what's going on in our lives. Okay? So we're going to fast from distractions. What are the things in my life? And, and that's why it's, it's critical that this week you pick one day where you're going to spend 15 minutes and really kind of settle in there and say, what are the things that are distracting me right now in my relationship with God? What am I doing? And I gave you guys some examples, but it's definitely not limited to that. Because I do want it to be something that is an acceptable day to the Lord, not like what the people did and what Jesus is talking about um, today. So that's the first thing, fasting. So fasting, I'm going to empty myself of distractions. So I'm going to empty, 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 so that I can be filled. And the way that we do that is through prayer. In your plan this week, okay, and I, I've already committed all of you to this plan, okay? I've written out, written out contracts. You're all doing this this week, okay? In your plan this week, what you're gonna, whatever you put down as your time with God, your commitment for time with God during those 40 days, like you're not going to start it this week. You're going to start it during the 40 days. Whatever your commitment is that you're going to write down, it's non-negotiable, okay? So be careful what you write down, all right? You're going to write down. You're going to sit down. You're going to write down. This is what my time with God is going to look like during these next 40 days. Whatever you put down on that paper, non-negotiable, okay? Non-negotiable. That's my commitment. That's going to be your commitment. So depending on what your season of life looks like, of course, be realistic, but your time with God should include two components. Your time with God should include time where I'm listening to God, okay? Reading his word, scripture, okay? And what I do now, something that I love to do personally, is I, when I'm reading my Bible, I read and listen at the same time, okay? So like I sit down with my Bible, I listen to the audio, and I follow along while I'm reading. For me, that just works for me. It helps me focus more, okay? For some people, that might not work. For some people, it's maybe just listening. For some people, maybe just reading. I kind of like the combo. I'm, maybe I'm just a little bit slower. I need both, okay? But that's just, that's just the way that we're going to commit to. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to also spend time with God and, and tell God what's on my heart, okay? So time in the Bible and then prayer in terms of what our prayer time looks like. You can use the Psalms to your advantage. You can use personal prayers, of course. You can use the praises or songs, okay, or hymns or whatever. So don't be afraid to try different things, but let's come up with a plan and it's non-negotiable, okay? There's no point in emptying, emptying, emptying if I don't go to someone to fill me, okay? If God isn't the one who's going to fill me, somebody else will. If God doesn't fill me, somebody else will. Something else will. So if I empty myself of the distraction of the news, for example, okay? Maybe I, and I don't fill any of that time with God and God is filling me, I might go into social media or sports or, or gossip or whatever. So let's focus on emptying, but also filling up, filling up in our time with God. And don't discount the effect that spending time with God has on you. Don't discount that. One of my favorite passages, and truthfully, if you've come to me, uh, during confession, like for confession, anytime recently, I've, I've quoted this passage to you, and I love this passage so much. It comes from John 15. 
Jesus says, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself until it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Right? That's our time with God. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Let's repeat that together. For without me, you can do nothing. I believe that with all my heart. If I'm connected with God, he is the vine, I am the branch. He's the source of life. That's why he said, what? Man shall not live on bread alone, but on, by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He is the vine, I am the branch. If I'm with him, and if you're with him, there will be fruit in your spiritual life, 100%. How can there not be? He's the vine. He's the true light. How can there not be? Of course there will be. But if I don't spend time with him, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. I'll get nowhere. If we want to be filled by God, then we have to know that we are nothing without him, that he is our source, that he is what we, exactly what we need, he's what we hunger for during this period of Lent. Okay? And the beauty of God is that God wants to feed us. Right? That's what he did with the people of Israel. You know, God fed them even when they were like complaining. Okay? People were complaining and they were angry. They were like, it's like the word, when you're reading those passages, you almost want to tell God, stop feeding them. Like, enough. Don't be nice to them anymore. But God, with, God doesn't like us. God wants to feed us. He's a father to a child. He longs to feed us. He longs to satisfy us. Okay? So, we are going to fast from a distraction. We're going to spend some time. We're going to fast from a distraction. We're going to empty ourselves. We're going to commit to time with God. And it has to go both ways. Time for me to listen and time for me to speak. Okay? And that commitment, once you put it down on a piece of paper, maybe somebody can hold you accountable. If you have a friend or a spouse or whatever, non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. All right? Last thing is giving. And what I put here, I know sometimes we think about like giving in terms of like monetary and whatever. What I put here, honestly, what I think, because we're all so busy and so distracted and we have a million events, this is a time to slow down our social calendars, to clear our calendars, and find time to serve others. Maybe it's a day where my goal is Thursdays, ministry day, okay? Or an hour of my day, whatever, I'm going to do A, B, and C. I'm going to clear my calendar. I'm going to be intentional. How am I serving others? How am I serving others? And this can be as formal as like going to like a, a charity thing and committing for a period of time. It could be something like that. Okay, we have events through Hope and all of that, and that's great. It could be informal. It could be a time where I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to commit to checking on these people. I haven't seen so-and-so in a while. I'm going to check on them. Or you know what? I'm going to go out and, 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 and help so-and-so take care of this. I know somebody's been really struggling with this and I've been kind of avoiding having that conversation. Maybe I just need to be a better friend. I don't know what it looks like. My point is I'm not here to tell you exactly what your Lent plan is going to look like. But what I am saying is it's an essential thing for us during this time of the year to clear our calendars. To not, and it's easier because most of our events anyways center around food and what are you going to have a tomato? Like what are you going to eat? So like it's fine. Like so let's clear our calendars and say you know what? I'm going to commit to Maybe an, an evening. An evening, this evening is ministry. Or this evening is, you know what? Um, uh, I'm going to reach out to so-and-so, okay? So one, at least one night, one night or one hour, whatever. Clear your calendar, find time to serve others. St. Paul, he says it this way. He says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interest of others. 
Okay, and this is a very famous passage that we, that we love so much from uh, Philippians, Philippians chapter 2. And you would say, okay, I get it. I'm going to empty myself. I am going to be filled by God. What's the point of giving? Why? Like, why? Who cares? I'm going to empty myself and be filled by God. Great. Let's, let's end it right there. Why do I have to give back? The reason is because that is our design. Our design is to empty, 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 be filled by God, and then to give of ourselves. That's how God made us. And that's how we imitate Christ. God is the ultimate giver. And if we are made in the image and likeness of God, that's what we're designed to be. The passage doesn't end there. St. Paul continues and he says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. That's the ultimate form of giving right there. And I'm not telling anybody to do that, okay? That's the ultimate form of giving. And we're supposed to imitate that. God is the giver, and we're going to meet him at the cross. And when I meet him at the cross, I want to be empty, so I'm be and I'm being filled by him. I want to be empty and being filled and empty and being filled. But if I'm staring at him giving his life for me, isn't it natural that he's saying, well, what are you doing to give your life for others? Isn't that natural? Wouldn't we expect? He, God wants us to be like him, right? We're made in his image. So I'm going to look at him and say, thank you, Lord, so much for your sacrifice. He says, great. What are you sacrificing? What, how are you giving back? Our Lent plan, which I'm excited about. I'm excited to sit down and come up with a Lent plan, a strategy to attack the season of Lent, and I hope you are too, is we're going to spend 15, 20 minutes, okay, at most, to just come up with a strategy, to be intentional, to not let the time just kind of go by and us not notice it. And what we're going to do is we're going to focus on the three things. We're going to focus on fasting or emptying. We're going to focus on prayer, okay, or filling up. How am I letting God fill me up? And we're going to focus on giving or imitating Christ because Christ is the ultimate giver. I want every single person to have a special, 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 special Lent. I want you to experience the best Lent. I want every Lent to be the best Lent. I don't want us to say we're just going through the motions again. No, every time I'm going through a season in the church, I'm in a, I'm in a current season myself, right? So I enter as I am into the season of the church to be transformed by it. I'm not, where I was a year ago is not where I am now, okay? Where I was two years ago is not where I am now. Things change. So nothing is we're just going through the motions. Don't let the, like, the, like, the devil deceive us by that. Like, no, no, we're not going through the motions. We're entering into a mystery. We're entering into a mystery with Christ. And I'm not going to allow this time to go by where we don't have a plan and don't do anything. No, no, no. We're going to have a plan. So we're going to sit down. Lord, what is the one thing that you're calling me to empty myself of? What is a distraction, Lord, between me and you? Help me. Come up with a plan. Lord, I want to spend time with you. I really want to, to, to really spend more time with you. Maybe it's, you know what, I'm already doing great with my Bible reading. I have my prayer time. Maybe I pick up a spiritual book. Whatever it is that you're doing, take it up a notch, okay? And how am I giving? Is life centered around me or is there a way for me to sacrifice and to give back and to imitate Christ? Lent 2023, who's excited? Everybody excited? Oh, come on. <laughs> Guys, Lent 2023, who's excited? All right, that's better, that's better, okay? 
What are we excited about? We're excited about spending time with Jesus. We're excited about being transformed by Christ. Is there anything more exciting than that? Wait, what you're going to eat for lunch is more exciting? Come on now. Okay? So we're going to focus on these three things. We're going to come up with our Lent plan, okay? And we're all going to get excited and ready to go, okay? Let's stand up and pray together. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your love for us. We thank you for your care for us, for always loving us way more than what we deserve, Lord. For providing us, Lord, with every single thing that we need. We pray, Lord, that during the season of Lent, that we are truly walking with you step by step. That we're holding your hand and that you're holding our hand, Lord, keeping us in your arm, keeping us in the shadow of your wings, guiding us every step of the way, Lord. Lord, I pray for every single person here. Um, and myself, Lord, that you help us empty out our distractions, that we really truly empty ourselves so that we hunger for you and that you fill us, Lord. I pray, Lord, that every single person experiences you in a unique way during this Lent, Lord, that you're touching them, that you're being with them, Lord, that you're giving them, breathing life into them, Lord, that you're truly filling them up in a way that is unique to them during this season, Lord, during this time period in their life. And I pray, Lord, that you allow us to be used as an instrument for you to give back. We don't know what that means, Lord, for every single person here, but that life can't just be about us, Lord, that we have to sacrifice, that we have to look for our brothers and sisters, that we have to give of ourselves, Lord, to imitate you. We thank you, Lord, for always taking care of us, for sacrificing for us, for saving us, and for loving us. We pray, Lord, all these things in your name through intercessions of all your saints. Here says we pray thankfully. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you.